Want your home to look great for company from out of town, moving to a new place, or just want the satisfaction of a clean, healthy home? Whatever your reason, everybody needs to clean. So why not choose the line of cleaning tools that makes your task easier? Quickie is your one-stop cleaning solution with everything you need to get the job done right. Whether you're cleaning one room or the whole house, Quickie has the right tool for you. It doesn't matter if you prefer a more traditional mop and bucket or if you'd like to save time with a new Quickie spray mop. Quickie has everything you need to get the job done. Founded in Philadelphia 60 years ago, Quickie's commitment to quality and value have helped it grow into the number one cleaning tool company in America. It's Quickie and it's clean. Look for Quickie products at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, ShopRite, and other fine retailers near you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another week of Women to Watch. My name is Susan Rocco, and each week I have the privilege of sitting down with women across the country who are doing some great things. Um, I'd like to give you my contact information if you're listening to the show and you would like an opportunity to come in and share with us what your business is doing. My email is srocco, that's R-O-C-C-O, 233 at gmail, or feel free to call me at 215-313-5561. Today's show, I'm thrilled to be joined by um, a woman who is doing unbelievable things across the country for women. Her name is Nell Merlino, and she is founder and president of Count Me In, which is an organization uh, that supports women in business and provides resources for entrepreneurial women. Good morning, Nell. Thank you for joining us. Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I, I just wanted to ask you quickly, I know you're calling from New York. Where in New York are you? Uh, I'm right at Columbus Circle. Okay. And how are th- And everything is fine here. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit now, before we get into the organizations that you run, talk a little bit about your background. Um, if you could just tell us quickly uh, where you grew up and a little bit about your family. Uh, I grew up in Trenton, New Jersey, and uh, my family were in, very involved in politics. And uh, I grew up very involved in my community, and I had two brothers and still have them, two brothers and two sisters, and we were a very active, uh, connected to our community kind of family. That's great. So that's a little bit where you got your um, motivation, I guess. Absolutely. To do good things. Um, where, where did you go to school? Uh, I went to Blessed Sacrament School. I went to a Catholic school. I went, I went to Junior 3, the, the local public school, for a couple of years. Went to Blessed Sacrament School, uh, you know, also down the street. And then went to a Catholic girls' high school. And then went to Antioch College. Okay. And how about, um, what was your first job out of school? My first job out of school, I was a union organizer. Okay. And um, what, I am always interested to know, um, who was it perhaps in your life that inspired you to, um, to go into this field? Which My parents. It was certainly my parents. I, I think we learned so much from our parents, and I certainly did. And I watched what they did. I, I, I was particularly thinking of it the other day, reading all those distressing stories about employers who are sending out letters to people sort of telling them who to vote for. And I remember doing voter registration with my father door to door because you couldn't do it by postcard or by mail. And I was curious as to why people didn't register. And this was, you know, back in the 60s, and he said, because a lot of people were afraid that their bosses would know what they were doing. And I've just been very disturbed by this development of bosses sort of writing to people, telling them how to vote, because I so remember as a child my father saying that that was something that scared people and made them not vote. But that was that was what we did as children. I mean, we went on all these things, and um, so I was very much inspired by the time and energy my parents put into um, 
really, I mean, my father, I think, was so grateful to, to live in America and to have the opportunities that he had. He went to college on the GI Bill um, that he very much wanted to make sure he gave back to his country, and I got that from him, I think. I know. That, that's great. You know, a lot of, our parents say a lot of things to us, I think, when we're kids, and some things stick with us and some yes, things do, do not. So um, that's great that that really had an effect on you. Mm-hmm. Um, your mother, was she, uh, did she work outside the house? Was she? My mother is a fine artist. She's a painter. She, she uh, worked in a studio at home. Uh, she painted in the kitchen. She painted sets for children's theater. She was very, um, and is, is still alive and continues to do some painting now and then. But she was a uh, very gifted artist, uh, did portraits and all kinds of things. Had you know a number of shows at uh, see the New Jersey State Museum and in the Trenton City Museum and in other parts of of New Jersey. She was a well known uh, local artist. That's wonderful. Did you inherit any of that artistic ability? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I have some of it. I, I don't. I, I am married to someone who now paints, which is kind of fun. But because that was always part of my life growing up, and now my house is full of paints and paintings again, which is is really enjoyable. That is great. That's something you can take with you for years to come. You know, it's yep. a, it's a great hobby. Yep. Now I, I did read now that um, you were the creative force behind Take Our Daughters to Work Day. Yeah. Uh, which I yeah. think is so great. I have a daughter myself. Oh yeah. How old is she? She is. Uh, gosh, she's twenty. Wow. She's 20, and she's at SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. but I, I haven't heard of it, but okay. that sounds great. It's a wonderful place to be in school, for sure. Great. Um, but having a daughter, too, a lot, of, a lot about this show is, uh, for me, kind of uh, empowering young women and, and giving them the resources they need to, you know, go out and, and follow their dreams and really feel confident in what they're doing. Um, so that's a, that's a great thing that you did. And w- reading the title, Creative uh, Force Behind It, what exactly did you do? I thought it up. You did? Okay. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, I had a consulting contract with the Ms. Foundation uh, for Women, uh, the organization that Gloria Steinem founded. And uh, they, they asked me to come up with a campaign, and I did. And what year was that? Uh, see, I got the contract in 1992. The first year of Take Your Daughters to Work Day was 1993. Okay. That's a, that's a great thing. Um, tell me, now, um, a lot of my listeners, they, they tune in to really get advice from women like you who are accomplished, and you've been able to go out and, and do some great things. Was there ever, is there, was there an obstacle that you can remember, something that um, made you second guess what you were doing? And if so, how did you overcome that? You know, I think there are obstacles all the time. Uh, and I think this is true for men and women. And it, it depends on what your vision is and what your level of sort of commitment and determination is to make something happen. Because I've certainly had, you know, experiences and I've just witnessed so many women who you know, have an idea or a dream and who hold on to it and keep working at it and keep seeking um, uh, advice, uh, you know, spending a lot of time researching things on the Internet, but also going out and, and learning about and talking to people to figure out the best way for them to bring their dreams to fruition. So I, I, I think the obstacles can be anything. I mean, I think we're often our own biggest obstacle. Definitely. And... You know, so being aware of that, you know, I'm always asking the question, well, what's stopping me? What is stopping me from doing something? And I think, you know, in the United States, there are an awful lot of obstacles that have been removed for women. I don't think that's true necessarily in other parts of the world. But in the United States, at least legally, we are able to do uh, an awful lot. And I think the question is, then if, if, if you can legally establish a business or, you know, own own property or, and all of those things and get divorced and, all, you know, all those things, then what is stopping us from doing what we want to do? Is it, is, it, is it lack of information, lack of knowledge, lack of, um, of, of putting the right people together? What is it? Because the solution is there. 
it's, it's a question, I think, of deciding that you're going to do it and then seeing, understanding what the obstacles are and breaking through them. I think that's a great point. I, I think you're spot on about it. once somebody figures out what it is that's holding them back, mm-hmm. they have to ask those right questions. Yep. Um, you're right. They can, they can accomplish anything. What's stopping you? Right. Because, because, because you can get overwhelmed with thinking of all the reasons why you can't do anything. But if you really sit down, you know, with, with a commitment and determination and say, okay, what's stopping me? You really can start to work through what, what that is. And it's usually one or two things. It's not ten things. It's one or two. Right, right. Um, tell me what, on a, on a given day, um, you've got a lot going on. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering what, two things, actually, um, what your typical day is, how you manage that, um, mm-hmm. whether you go about it. Um, I'm assuming quite organized, as yes. opposed to just handling things as they come at you. Yeah, no, you can't you know? do that. No, and then and then what motivates you each day? Some days, you know, we wake up and and we're feeling a little dejected or we're tired, and what motivates you? I, I think the key to my day is the first thing I do is exercise. Um, it is, I, I the, the days that I don't don't go well, so. Uh, so you know that. Some, some form of exercise, and if for some reason it's not possible, meditation. I mean, some, something where I spend an hour breathing, uh, whether it's on an elliptical machine or on a bike or in a, you know, in a meditative sort of session of some kind. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that, that is, if I do that, the rest of my day goes fine. And do you think that's because that gives you a moment to kind of quiet the mind? I think it's a combination of that plus just releasing a lot of physical energy and also getting and stoking your 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 whole system. Right. Uh, it it you know I did it today. I mean I always do. Uh, and and that sort of sets me up. You know, and I certainly um, I certainly want to be aware of what's going on. I mean I sometimes will quickly watch the news when I'm at the gym or I will look at a paper or, you know, look at the paper online, something, so that I have an idea of what's going on and then, you know, I usually have an appointments and... Um, and interviews. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, move through it that way. I, 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 I do sort of go through at night what I'm going to be doing the next day. Okay. You know, in terms of what I have to get accomplished. I mean, that is that is something uh, I don't think you can do more than seven. I usually put seven things down and then really do think through whether I have to do them or whether somebody else can do them because I think delegating responsibility and, and tasks to other people is important when you run an organization and a household, for that matter. Right. Uh, do you write things down? Do you use Absolutely. Your, you do. Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking at my, what i got to do today. Let's see. Whew. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, there's seven. There are only seven. So that- and um, one I did some work on last night. You know, they're just, you know, most of this, because the office was closed uh, Thursday and Friday of last week, really Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, uh, it's catching up with people here. Right. Um, so, and and, you know, rescheduling a lot of things, but it's, uh, no, it's absolutely, I mean, I have one, two, three, four, four speeches to give this week, so thinking about those, okay. and what, you know, some are things I say all the time, so I don't have to prepare for those, some are different, so I have to prepare for those. Right. Um, yeah, like that. Like that, so that's a typical day. <laughs> right. That seems not not a big deal to you, but... Perhaps to some well, people. Well, I mean, today I'm not doing anything outside of the office. So I didn't have to get dressed up, which is I, I always like those days. Right. Uh, I don't have to get dressed up tomorrow, but then I'm dressed up Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, so just and figuring all that out. Right. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about your book, Stepping Out yes. of Line. Sure. Can you tell us about it? It was something I wrote, uh, let's see, I started writing, writing on it in 2006, 2007, um, and it really was about and is about the decisions I made uh, along the way to do what I wanted to do, and it required stepping out of line uh, to have the kind of 
uh, work that I enjoy and, and a life that I enjoy and wanted to share that information with other people, particularly other women, because I get asked a lot of questions. I get asked a lot of questions about Take Her Daughters to Work Day, and I described how that came about, which people always find fascinating, but also how, how you know, I created Count Me In, which is something that I've been working on now for over 12 years, and and just and, and how it, it, it's in, in response, I think, to some of your earlier question about what do you do about obstacles. I mean, the whole book is about how you handle obstacles, and it really is sort of one one step at a time. But one can handle obstacles if you have a vision of where you want to go, and and what what success looks like for you, and then working backwards from that vision to creating the steps that will get you there. So goals are, are important. Extremely. Right. Absolutely. If you don't have them, if you don't have some goals, how do you, how do you know? What are you shooting for? Right. Uh, Each day. Right. What? It's, 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 you know, I know in Count Me In, we talk about financial goals, which, which are, are important, whether they're, you know, quarterly or annually. I think it's better to have them quarterly. In some cases, depending on the business, they should be monthly or weekly. Uh, but having financial goals, but having a clear vision of what you want to accomplish uh, is, you know, what you want. You know, either you want everybody in the country wearing your product or you want, you know, everybody in your city, you know, eating a particular kind of food or, or, or whatever the, the desire and the vision is. You know, one, make that really clear, then test it out with people, then figure out how you're going to get there. I think too many of us get very engaged in day-to-day work, and women are great at just, you know, putting their heads down and doing the work, but is that going to get you where you want to go? Right, right. Tell, yeah. me, tell me this. What, what would you um, suggest is, is uh, let, let's say a, a woman is listening who's very early on um, in a business, mm-hmm. looking to launch a business. Um, the best use of social media, H- how do you feel that... Um, Plays in, in I think today's... before she gets into social media, I mean, she, she certainly can, you know, find out from others. I, she really needs to look at other businesses like hers. What is she thinking of? What is her vision? And what makes her different? Exactly. What right. makes you stand out? I mean, through social media, I think you can find out people who have things sort of like yours right. or, or what the interest would be in the product or service. But before that, I think there's a lot of research that needs to go on about, you know, both on the Internet and physically moving around and looking at different things. Right. You know, whether it's going to trade shows, if you're close to New York or Los Angeles or Texas where they have trade shows to see what other people are selling or doing or if it's in the service business. But seeing what's going on and where do you add, either you're convinced you can do it better than anybody else or you have a different approach, or you found a niche that no one else is in, but what's going to make you stand out, and what is going to make people want to buy what you, you have to sell? Right, right. I think you need to keep asking yourself that question, and who is it that's doing it in kind of the way that you'd like to? Can you go work with them? Can you meet them? Can you talk to them? Um, I think all of that is incredibly important when you're, when you're doing this kind of stuff. Right. Right. Um, you mentioned Count Me In, which is, mm-hmm. a, which is a, a big part of what you do. And for the listeners who aren't familiar with it, um, you know, it is a nonprofit. It provides a nonprofit resources. organization that helps women grow micro businesses to uh, ultimately to million dollar companies. And we have a number of steps in between. You can grow your company from 50,000 to a quarter of a million, a quarter of a million to a million. But we are focused on helping women grow their businesses. And how does a, a woman get involved in, in the organization? We have competitions. One, you can sign up today. Just go to countmein.org and, and sign up. It's free. Um, and we do competitions. Our next one is in McLean, Virginia. It is for women veterans and the spouses of veterans. It's a very uh, special group of women who um, uh, are, you know, who again, who are vets, who have businesses, 
or the spouses of veterans or the partners of veterans who have businesses who want to who want help growing their companies. That's great. And we're going to be doing that at the Capital One headquarters in McLean, Virginia, December third and fourth. So anybody who's listening, who's you know been uh, serving uh, our country or, you know, is married or living with someone who is uh, serving our country, there's an opportunity. If you've got a business and you want to figure out how to make more money, we're focused on issues like for uh, people who have spouses who move around the world serving, you know, in the United States military and have businesses. How do you develop a business that really works when you're mobile? You know, I mean, just we're looking at all kinds of different issues and finding experts to help. We have a franchising expert coming because there are lots of opportunities for veterans um, in franchising and want to make sure women vets are taking advantage of those opportunities. Um, that's so great. You know, they really, um, there's a lot of people that need help starting businesses, but I think that that's a great, um, you know, a group of women like that really need a leg up and they need those resources and, and um, experts to help them. Yeah, no, it should be. It will be great. And then next year we'll be having competitions for women who want to get to a million, for women who want to get to 250. We have this whole program called Urban Rebound that we are doing with the Sam's Club Giving Program that uh, focuses on women who are in the $50,000 range who want to go to 250000 in revenue. We just finished an event for that mm-hmm. uh, program in Charlotte last week, Charlotte, North Carolina. And... Um, so there are multiple ways to to get involved with the organization. We find the competitions are most helpful because they really get you to focus on growth because you've got to come and present your business. You get to present your business in two minutes. We have a wonderful app called uh, Perfect Pitch, which you can get at the iTunes store. Just do small business Perfect Pitch. It's 99 cents. You can learn how to present your business in two minutes because uh, it's something when you're selling your product or – uh, talking to potential, you know, uh, investors or potential employees, if you can quickly explain what's going on, it, it helps people uh, get a sense of who you are, whether they want to do business with you, and um, women, just anybody who's done it has found that enormously helpful, which is why we made the app. Uh, so we have lots of different ways to get started with Count Me In, but uh, the competitions are sort of the ultimate way to get into the community where you have access to our business accelerator program and all kinds of things. Yeah, and that and that really motivates them. And, and I will tell you, I, I know firsthand uh, that it's working because uh, the reason I uh, was connected with you was, was through Molly Osborne Mook, who um, is doing wonderful things with Baby Be Hip. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She is she great. Is great. It's been so exciting to watch the growth of her business. And her personal growth. I mean, that's the other thing we say. You know, you can grow your you, to grow your business. You got to grow yourself. Right. Exactly. Um, and uh, tell me um, now a little bit about what what are the types of things you do as a member of the uh, U.S. Department of State Advisory. Uh, one of the things I'm doing actually is I'm going to El Salvador on Wednesday. I uh, have spent quite a bit of time in the past number of years going to different countries in Central America meeting with women uh, uh, business owners. Uh, and in El Salvador particularly, I'm going to be spending time with women who are uh, particularly interested in exporting their products to the United States. So they've been in a training program, and I am coming to sort of learn more about what they've done and uh, you know, share with them, I think, some of the success stories that we have of women who have... Uh, grown their companies through um, exporting. Okay, and and um, I I also read that you um, the, the Pathways Envoy that you appointed to yes. promote women's business. Yes. Tell me about that. That's it's all the same thing. It is all the it's same all, yeah. thing. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, and how about a little bit about uh, Week Without Violence? Can you tell me what was happening then? That that goes back to like 1995, um, when I mean it was the height of the crack epidemic uh, across the United States. So there was an enormous amount of violence, and we did a long, like a five-year program with YWCA's across the country to introduce alternatives to violence, as opposed to just saying that we're against violence. You know, what do you what do you replace violence with? 
uh, you know, in a domestic violence situation, what's an alternative? You know, if there's upset and issues in a family, how do you how do you talk about them versus smacking everybody around about them? Or similarly with with you know issues related to violence, you know, gang violence or whatever it is. What there are always alternatives to violence. And so it was a week dedicated to asking people to really look at what those alternatives were and to, there were workshops all over the country about, you know, how to have dialogue and what to do, you know, when one is, you know, uh, in tense situations with spouses or children, how to, how to deal with them differently so right. that you don't resort to violence. And, and programs where people would turn guns into their local city hall, you know, to get guns off the street it was absolutely fascinating right and um went from like 1995 to the year 2000 actually that is a great thing yeah um now tell me um how how do you feel that women's entrepreneurial spirit may be different from men's um as you said you know we women have come a what very I think, long I, way what i think happens i mean women stay in business longer I think it's an interesting balance and combination. They seem to stay in business longer, but they don't necessarily focus on growth. And so it's, you know, it's, I think, as you know, I, I, again, I, I think in some cases there aren't that many differences between men and women, but I, I think women tend to get into business and stay in it for a longer time. They may not make as much money as they could have if they'd had, you know, a a a better plan or had actually planned the business. I, I think we continue to see millions of people who get into business, male and female, who don't have a plan, and it just sort of moves along. And you you miss opportunities when you don't plan. That's so true. You, you I mean, again, that gets back to having goals, and really, you're not yep. going to accomplish anything if you don't have something, you know, an end sight um, right. in mind. Um, I, I read a statement that you made that f- out of everything that I read, for some reason, this stood out to me. Um, mm-hmm. And you said that basically everything that you do is not just another economic development program, but it is fueling a mindset and a movement that promises to change the landscape of the U.S. marketplace and benefit all Americans. Is Has that been your goal all along? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think what we are seeing is when you have half the population who is who is really only just gotten started letting their creativity loose in in a big way, uh, where you see the niches that are being filled by by women engineers and business owners who are motivated by the desire to solve problems, but also by the desire to grow a sustainable business. And we are starting to see just extraordinary products and services that I don't believe men would have thought of because it's just not something that preoccupies them, whether it's, you know, making sure that the 1.6 million people who don't have light somehow have access to, 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 to light or or, you know, the people who don't have access to, to health care and how to do that without duplicating this very expensive system that we have, I am seeing absolutely dramatic changes in, 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 in different markets and different sectors that I know would not have happened without women being there as, as owners, as, as creators, as scientists, as, as marketers, as all kinds of things. Right. I, you know, um, when I was reading over your bio, I, I just was so impressed by always by the goals and um, the purposeful way you go about doing what you're doing. And and mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with that. I think um, women especially, I do, I feel that they, they're trying to figure out what it is they're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. um, as opposed to what somebody else is telling them to do. And if you could, if you could give one really good bit of advice to someone who's listening that to help them just believe in themselves to what it, where do they dig down deep to figure out what it is that they that they have value in and how to go about um, just just taking that first step i'd say there are two things one is write an exhaustive list of what you know you're capable of okay and i mean everything from you know being able to bake a cake to you know build a rocket ship whatever it is right what are you capable of? What are you good at? 
because confidence comes from capability. Right. Confidence doesn't come from anything outside. It comes from an inside, internal understanding of what you're good at. Absolutely. What are you capable of? What are you capable of? I think is one list, and then what are you what are you best at? What are you capable of? What are you best at? I think anytime, you know, I get into trouble, I sit and make that list. What am I capable of? What am I good at? So that you just remember, because there are a lot of things questioning that all the time. Women are judged all the time by others, whether it's magazines, television, children, spouses, coworkers, you know, fashion, all of it. We are judged constantly. Right. And to 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 just to get grounded and take hold, you have got to be very clear about what you are capable of, what you're best at. And on the planning piece, there is a wonderful book called The One-Page Business Plan by my friend Tamara Monosoff. It's M-O-N-O-S-O-F-F, Monosoff. It is a, I think anybody who's listening, who has a business, thinking about a business, it's one of the most valuable things they can look at. That's great. I, I, I'm going to go get it. <laughs> it's really good. I'm good. Have her on your go. show. It's really good. Great. She started an organization called Mom Inventor. She's 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 very good. That's great. Um, now I wonder. If, I know that your time is limited today, and I, yes. I just would love for you to give out any information um, as far as anyone listening that might have questions for you, want to contact you about Count Me In. Um, if you could provide that contact information, uh, go to CountMeIn.org. Uh, is the best way to find out about what Count Me In has going on. If you're a veteran or the spouse of a veteran, sign up for December 3rd and 4th. Uh, we're calling it the Women Vet- Veteran Entrepreneur Corps, so we want you to join the, the Women Vet Entrepreneur Corps. Uh, and uh, for those of you that are looking to get involved in our competitions in 2013, Sign up today at makemoneymillion.org so as soon as we know the dates and the locations, we'll be doing stuff across the country. They'll be able to participate. Okay. And do you have any plans to come uh, to the Philadelphia area anytime soon? Not that far away. I, I don't have any right at the moment, but I'm sure I'll be there in the next couple of months. Okay. Now, thank you so much. Again, we, we just spoke with Nell Merlino, founder and president of Count Me In for Women's Economic Independence. And I so appreciate your taking the time to speak with me today. Absolutely. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. We're going to take a, a break now for our sponsors, and we'll be back in a few moments. News Talk 1180 WFYL, streaming live at 1180WFYL.com. Is your online store cluttering your house and garage with your product? Does it require you to spend all your free time shipping packages, leaving you no time to work with new customers or develop new marketing initiatives? Now is the time to free up your space and time and let ABC Fulfillment provide you with cost-effective warehousing, order processing, and shipping for your products. Our 20,000-square-foot warehouse is conveniently located in Ambler, PA. ABC Fulfillment is a 100% woman-owned and operated business and has helped many small and mid-sized businesses solve their warehousing and order processing problems. We pride ourselves on our attention to detail as well as our excellent customer service. When you call us, you will always speak with someone who can help you solve your problem and not be asked to leave a message. Our personal touch and expertise separates us from the rest. Last year, we shipped over 150,000 packages for our customers, including order processing and shipping for the Jill Steals and Deals segment of the Today Show, saving our customers both time and money. If you would like to spend more time finding new products to sell, reaching new customers and marketing your products, now is the time to call ABC Fulfillment. Please call 215-628-3154 and ask for Eileen or Lisa to help you get started. Wagmore Next Door is Skipback Animal Hospital's latest addition to help meet the needs of your pet. We are the only animal hospital in the Skipback and surrounding area now providing a doggy day camp 
and one-stop shopping for your pet's exercise and fun. Have you ever come home after a long day at work to find that your dog has eaten your favorite pair of underwear or socks, destroyed parts of your home, or shoplifted an entire chicken from the kitchen countertop? Leaving your dog home alone can be dangerous and life-threatening. Wagmore Next Door is fully supervised and operated by trained animal professionals. Here your dog will run and play with other dogs. Obedience training is also available and very popular. Your dog will go home tired, content, and happy. We have many packages to choose from to accommodate your work schedule, vacation schedule, and out-of-town schedule. For information, please call us at 610-584-6300, or you can visit our website, skipbackanimalhospital.com. You can also check out our Facebook page. We can't wait to see you. At Bluebell Physical Therapy, our goal is to get you back in the game, back to work, and back to your normal way of life. Our highly respected team provides preventative and rehabilitation services from everyday physical and occupational therapy to post-operative rehab of your knees, shoulders, or spine. Bluebell Physical Therapy focuses on achieving each patient's maximum level of recovery. Bluebell Physical Therapy, the treatment you need from the therapist you trust. Get your skinny water today at Acme. Great taste, zero guilt. And see how delicious a zero-calorie enhanced with vitamins and electrolytes can be. Because taste matters, doesn't it? Try skinny water today at Acme. From Willow Grove to Westchester, Pottstown to Philadelphia, it's News Talk 1180 WFYL. Hey gang, we're back in the studio, and um, unfortunately, we had to let uh, Nell Merlino go. She um, she had a lot going on uh, this afternoon, and we we just spent about a half an hour with Nell Merlino, uh, founder and president of Count Me In, which is a great organization that provides a lot of resources for women who are um, looking to start their own business. Um, they're entrepreneurs. And uh, I definitely recommend checking out CountMeIn.org, and it'll give you all kinds of information. Um, a lot of what Nell spoke about today is, is kind of the reason that I decided to do this show. And I just thought I'd take a, a few minutes to talk about that. And um, when I came on the show myself to promote uh, a clothing line that I sell, uh, I got to talking with the station manager. And um, when he mentioned that he was always looking for a new program, um, without giving a lot of thought, I jumped all over that. And I said, <laughs> oh, I could do that. I have a great idea. Um, and I'm, I'm sitting with my famous producer, Manny oh, McNeil, who is gonna, <laughs> who's going to jump in with us because, number one, she has the greatest name I've ever heard. Come on, Manny McNeil. In the morning. <laughs> in the morning, who's my producer and um, keeps me calm, saves me, uh, runs the show, oh, and shucks. just makes me feel very comfortable. Oh. You do. You do. Uh, well, you're a natural. You really are. <laughs> you know, when you volunteered to come and do this and said yeah I could do a show you know yeah I don't know yeah. what I was thinking and you just kept nodding yes you oh, can yeah. you, you can. know oh yeah and you're just so conversational you know and women are like that you you know women, women are, are like very that. much you know we want to sit down we want to have a cup of coffee and we want to tell each other stories so right. this is a great format to do that in is exactly. to sit down and tell each other stories and and solve all the world's problems exactly right which, you know your past guests I mean we've had vets we've had had uh, teachers we've had interior decorators and, right. and now 
you know, the woman who basically invented Take Your Daughter to Work Day. I mean, right. we got it all covered. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, I know, you know. It's getting places. But, you know, we should tell people who are listening, We this really is a show about um, helping women who are whatever stage of life they're in. Um, if they're looking to start over, um, I want them to, to really get some great advice for how to go about it. And I know that there's a lot of women with great ideas and everybody has a talent. Everybody mm-hmm. has value. And um, Nell said something in the interview that I thought was really interesting. She said, make a list. And um, her list is, is typically seven. I don't think it has to be seven. It's a good number, but it's it a can good be, number. You know, whatever's not good for you. Right. Uh, a list of seven things that you're capable of. Because there's, you know, there's always more than one. Absolutely. And, and if you start with seven and then you take a look at it and you see what are those things that really make me happy when I'm doing it, mm-hmm. that's probably um, something you should look at to, to turn into a business. Yeah, exactly. Don't you think? Yep. If you love it, it won't feel like work. They say that all the time. And it's mm-hmm. true because look at me. Yes. <laughs> Look at us, Look you at know? Us. We're sitting here today on the radio <laughs> <laughs> talking about nothing. Uh, uh, well, it's something, you know? It is something. Yeah. That was a big deal, Nell Merlino. Yes. Yeah, that was exciting. And hopefully, you know, someone out there is listening and is, is try- kind of at a, a crossroads in their life saying, right. do I continue this or do I kind of reinvent myself? Right. And, you know, you can never regret not doing something if you give it a try that's absolutely right you know yeah you that's know, absolutely give right. something a try and she's what a role model role right. model blah, blah, blah. yes a role model she, uh, she to is. look to so to reinvent and a lot of the women you've had in the past may have started doing one thing right and then something either happens in their lives or they have families or you know something happens that makes them go hey i should give this a try yeah and then they kind of become so, you know, their caterpillar life kind of becomes this butterfly of something else. Right. I love that. You know? I love that about uh, most of my guests. I feel when they were mm-hmm. younger, um, they pictured themselves doing one thing. And now here they are all these years later doing something completely, completely different. Completely different and being completely successful and being such a role model to other women. I mean, right. it's kind of, it's a great thing. And, and women are very supportive of each other. They you know, are. You can, That's 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 the great thing. I mean, especially with the show, how many people have you met that you've been able to just go and, and meet them and network and, and go, wow, you know, you're doing something awesome. And yeah. in return, they're going, wow, you're doing something awesome. <laughs> and then it becomes I, I like am? this back and forth, like you're doing something awesome. No, you're, no, doing, you you're are. doing something awesome. You know? So it's fun. So, it is. But yeah, if I mean, if someone's listening and they do, you know, they have a business or something interesting or, you know, every woman has something interesting to say, you know. They do. They don't all know it, but but they do. And yeah. that's what this is. This show so, is, is kind of, you know, giving a platform and, and uh, having them come in and making them feel comfortable and oh, yeah. trying to let them um, share, you know, their ideas. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and if they turn into a business, that's even better. Yeah. How would they get a hold of you? Okay. Uh, my email is s. Rocco, which is R-O-C-C-O, 233 at Gmail, or I'm happy to take phone calls. Uh, my phone number is 215-313-5561. Um, something I want to talk about real quick. Uh, last week, somebody said to me, oh, you talked about your husband's dental practice, and you mentioned that it was founded in 1952. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, he must be so old. <laughs> I uh, just want to clarify. No no no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not married to an 84-year-old. I'm actually his dad founded the it's dental a practice. Thing. It is a family practice. And his dad started out on, on Broad Street in 1952. Mm-hmm. And then Chip took that over and has been working ever since. So, um, but I thought that was funny. Somebody asked me that. Wow. Yeah. 1952. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even born then. And your husband was working. Me either. You know, you know. <laughs> Um, But listen, um, as we wrap up today's show, I do want to point out that if if you're listening and you're feeling that perhaps what it is you're involved with uh, right now is not uh, worthy enough of coming on and talking about, that is not the case. Um, I really want to um, help women 
catapult, I guess, as Manny said, mm-hmm. you know, whether you have a little tiny at home uh, business and sales, or if you are running a nonprofit organization in the area, um, if you're the head of a large company, it all matters. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're all here to support each other in any way that we can. Yeah. So um, I really hope that you'll get in touch with me and uh, we can talk about having you on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have a few minutes. What, what about Susan? Let's talk oh, about no. Susan. No, do I have what to? What did you start out doing that, you know, because you obviously one day decided, I, I want to do this. I know. It's funny. I... Um, Actually, I, you know, all the years that um, I've been working, I've kind of by default fell into sales uh-huh. in one form or the other. Um, I did major in communications at Villanova oh, okay. uh, with a minor in journalism. Very nice. So I did have some aspirations as a, a youngster <laughs> um, to maybe one day be on the radio. Um, but life took over and, you know, bills mm-hmm. had to be paid. And then, of course, my children came along, which yes. was the best job I've ever you have had. two wonderful children. I do. I do. I love them um, immensely. And... Um, and really, this was kind of a fluke. I I, um, I have a clothing business, and I sell a clothing line direct, and I did come into mm-hmm. the studio uh, to promote W by Worth. Oh, with, with Kim Douglas. Yes, yeah, Kim You had Douglas. been on Networking Philadelphia exactly. and talked about W by Worth. I so. did, mm-hmm. yeah. And then afterwards, I, I did say, um, that was fun. <laughs> I kind of yeah. liked that. But I would like to be on the other side of the microphone. Mm-hmm. I would really like to be asking the questions because I love a good story. Yep. I really am all about stories. Um, and I think other people do as well. And so for me to get to come in every week and meet a new woman and ask her anything that I want. Yeah. Um, and it's always interesting me to the personal stories, you know, kind of where, where the, yeah, the what terms about, of life is. You know. Right. Where did you start out? How did you end up doing this? Yeah. Because everybody's so different. interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and it's always nice to see what, you know, what similarities you have and then how things have changed. And it's always nice to hear, you know. When people, you know, gush about their kids, right. and, you know, gush about getting married and doing this and doing that. And, right. We're all the and, same uh, when it comes to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's very relatable. It is very relatable. Indeed. And Indeed. and I do. I try to, you know, kind of help uh, my guests relate to the people that are listening. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the whole purpose of it. Exactly. So. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's my life story. And then, of <laughs> course, when I came in and it was 10, it was on this beautiful golf course, Jeffersonville yes. Golf Course, the studio where we're sitting today. Um, and I knew I didn't have to battle the traffic going down the Schuylkill into town. Yep. That made it even that nicer. That is an upside. It yes. is an upside. I remember that commute very well. Yes. Yeah. D- uh, my years at the art museum. And I used to love oh, to, okay. to take Lincoln Drive. Oh. I, I, I have a little bit of a, of a lead foot when it comes to driving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And people about. said, oh, that's horrible. You have to go on Lincoln Drive every day. And I said, I love it. Oh, it's, it's so windy. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> revs me up. Yeah, and it fo- <laughs> you know it follows the river. and It does. It's you know, beautiful. Joggers are 10 points. And no, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible to say. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's nice here. And I have to say, this is the first radio station I've, I've worked at that had windows. Really? When when we give the weather report, we actually can pretty much... You can say it's raining. I, I can pre- be pretty confident in what I'm saying. Because oh, I can kind of just lean back and go, that's what it yeah. looks like out there. <laughs> you know. I so. don't think I would do this show if there wasn't a window. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. You get used to it. I'm a little claustrophobic. <laughs> that's a story that goes way back. Some of my friends know that story, but... Um, ah. Yes, so uh, I do love the windows. Yes, yeah. it's very it's very cozy here. It is very it's cozy, very, you know. And when when we get bored, you know, you can just go out on the porch and hit a bucket of balls. Exactly, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and we have some big changes coming to the station. I understand. Yes, so, so that's exciting. That's coming up. So there'll be more on that later. Yeah, yeah. we can't talk about that now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it'll be um, fun. So give your contact information one more I will. time. Okay, just so I, no one forgets. Okay, my name is Susan Rocco, and my email address is s rocco two three three at gmail. And my phone number is 215-313-5561. And uh, that's a wrap. Did I talk enough about myself? Can we? <laughs> can I be done? Yes, you're done. <laughs> it was awesome hearing about you. Thanks, everybody. Um, I, I'm really happy you're tuning in. And I'm, I'm thrilled that more and more people are becoming aware of Women to Watch. The show is all about putting women out there and their ideas and what they're doing. And I'm so happy to be doing it. 
So have a great day, and we will see you next week. Well,